What a dump. And by dump, I must mean this planet. Hey, it's Coffee House, brought to you by fourculture.com. Saturday, June 13th, 2020. I'm the artist Ian. With me is my fellow asteroid loving, Nostradamus adoring Anne Marie. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's me. Hey, girl. Hey, that's hey, me. Hey. That's me. Every week, right here, more more disaster and devastation. Yeah, to planet Earth. Whatever it gives us <laughs> shit to talk about, right? It does. It does. But you know, we love we love it. We love it here. We love each other. How are you? I am well. How are you? I got coffee. I'm well. I got coffee too. I got my almond joy creamer. And I'm loving it every Saturday. I could have used a little more creamer in this cup, mm. but I'm going to be okay. I took to calling it the peep creamer, but then I realized there is a peep creamer and I don't have it. There is. So I don't, I don't want like it. the packaging. It's, all, it's all very bright it. and festive and right. I can't. I'm, I'm finishing up all of all of my quarantine creamers that I hoarded are uh, coming to an end this next couple of weeks, I think. So I need to find How a symbolic. New... Yeah, I know. Look at that. Because <laughs> clearly the whole crisis is over. No, man, Everybody... I saw the numbers. You guys are going up. <laughs> Everybody's going up. I, I But they took away that handy chart, so I don't know as well. <laughs> but I can tell that when it keeps telling me every day that like 170 new cases... Yeah. I remember that. And that means that that chart would be up. Yeah. Same I think Alabama's currently on fire. They're the ones with the like 900 cases. <laughs> yeah, I heard like all those <laughs> Florida, Alabama, after they had their Memorial Day get togethers. Look, they get to go to the beach now. It's totally fine. I did. I went out for cocktails last night. You went out in public? In public, yes. With, with people? With people. It was gross and disgusting. Why? <laughs> because the people. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I, I am disappointed. Because <laughs> as we all know, I live in the fabulous Las Vegas. But people that live here, you know, we don't exist on the strip. As people think we live like underground on the strip. We actually have <laughs> communities outside of the tourist trap. Go and figure. In those, we're actually distancing. We're wearing our masks. You know, life is as it probably should be. But I was very upset to learn that our, our friend Sigster on, on uh, Twitter and Instagram, he posted or shared a video of someone walking around a strip property of a casino and you know, it was packed and no one was wearing masks. Mm. And so I like looked really careful because it was a long video, just this dude walking around and I'm looking at the background and I don't see any of the employees wearing masks and I didn't see any oh. of the, the table games. You know how we were talking about, they put up yeah. the sneeze guards and distancing, you know, at least the, employees were supposed to be distancing and doing stuff right so i was about to comment on that and say i i don't believe this video i don't i think somebody's you know trying to get some hype here because i don't see anything that indicates that this is a coronavirus world that we live in 
And then that dude, he's apparently a famous dude, and he writes for LA Times, and the video was valid. I found out shortly Surprise! after. Surprise! And then I read another th- uh, about that exact casino. Like, the MGM properties are distancing and sneeze guarding, and their employees are wearing masks. But apparently the uh, Cosmopolitan, which was where that video was taken, doesn't have as many precautions. And they don't give a shit. So, I mean, aren't they required by law or that because they're a private company, they can do whatever the hell they want? I thought there was a a requirement for this. And I didn't see any of those casino table people with masks on. They don't care because nobody wants to wear it. So they'll just go there with their people. And all the people are, you know, they're mocking others who are wearing masks on the strip because it's odd and out of place yeah we've we've got that here a little bit you go to a social gathering you you got your mask on you're the only one it's so sad it's not over they're all you know (laughs) we we, we believe in the you know the herd immunity Mm. and all that horse stop stop right this stop i'm gonna go stand over here in the corner leave me alone (laughs) and that was last night it was it was an outdoor patio but it was packed and it was yeah yeah and it's 102 and you just you feel like you're you really are in a petri dish. Today is our first cool day. So mm-hmm. like outdoor dining began this week and it's been like brutal. Balls. Who the hell wants to sit out in this? Nobody. And like today it's gorgeous out. I imagine we'll see a lot of activity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I could understand that, but I, I'm not gonna sit outside having my hot pasta dish while I'm <laughs> melting. <laughs> As a fly lands. On my folding chair. <laughs> I, no, man. I want like. Chair. <laughs> I can't. I want the ambiance. I want to go inside and yes. have the AC on me. Absolutely. Absolutely. In the dark. In the dark. <laughs> Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> and they had like swamp cooler, air conditioning kind of things out on the patio. And I felt like oh. after a while, it was like, I think those might be doing more harm than good. Like just circulating <laughs> germs. Yeah, that's basically what they're doing. <laughs> <laughs> and when we left, it was like the line to get in. It was just, it was bizarre. So bizarre. These are weird times. This is going to be your new normal. I know <laughs> people is, people yeah. hate that phrase, but you know, that's what it is. Yeah, we talked about the new normal, but this is not the new normal we had in mind. So weird. Very weird. But I'd rather just sit home on my ass. Bring on quarantine mm-hmm. again. Absolutely. It's it's the time of year anyway. It's summer. We don't want to go out. If you've been listening to us long enough, we stay. I hate barbecues. I hate them. Hate barbecues. Hate them. (laughs) That artificial. Ah, sit together in the heat. And I'm not a drinker anymore. So like, Mm -hmm. I'm not getting sloshed. I don't want to be there with you people watching you get sloshed. I don't want to do it. It's no fun watching other people get sloshed. No, it's not. Mm, Sometimes. Sometimes. Yeah, it's a thing. You're right. You're right. If I'm in that psychological mood to see, to really visually see someone who I I know, who has a solid consciousness, and then suddenly they begin to slip away. That's different, though. Usually, at these gatherings, you're with a bunch of strangers, and True. it's yeah, they're, you don't know what they are. They're just drunk. I don't <laughs> give a shit. Regardless, I don't care. No. No. Eh. Stick your potato salad. We're staying inside. Eh. 
And yeah, you ain't kidding. Goddamn you know. barbecues. I can't. I hate them. I hate this season. <laughs> we just cannot wait. I just can't wait until autumn for so many reasons this year. Coronavirus what? being one. Yeah, what's your reason? Okay, well, <laughs> you think oh. it's coming back or like, what should we look, be looking at a fade out? Oh, see, I'm. You're, that's a, it's, not, it's not a good question because yeah. it didn't leave you yet to come leave. back. Yeah. See, I'm I'm in a different world over here. That's why they're all saying about <laughs> this is the second wave. It's like no, we're still in the first wave. You're it's still in the first. We're wave. riding the wave. I don't know. I just well, I always wanted summer to be over for summer to be over because of the heat. I want to get to the election to figure out what happens and put it behind us. <laughs> I want to know if, you know, are, is everyone's head going to explode by whatever happens? And yes, either way, regardless so. of what happens, there will be explosions on either side. Amazing. It's going to be know. exhausting. And I, I guess I just want to know where we are with the virus. I want to know if any meteors have hit the earth. You have to find the 2020 book and just kind of skip to the end. Who's got that book? <laughs> Only Nostradamus knows. Is he online? Let's find is he, him. <laughs> does, he have, does he have a Twitter? Yes. Because <laughs> the, the meteorite that we reported last week has missed us. Shit. However, more good wow. news. Conspiracy theorists, theorists are saying that we've misread the Mayan calendar in 2012. Oh, yeah. And <laughs> I'm excited. <laughs> Look at how excited we get from possible end of world. That's exciting. Because the world was supposed to end in 2012, according to the Mayan calendar. Conspiracy theorists are now saying we misread. It was it's actually ending next week. <laughs> The world's ending next week. June 21st. Yes. Oh, okay. So now next, well, it's basically two weeks from now, next, next Monday. That's it. Okay. Is that because they forgot to flip over the calendar to see what's on the other side? <laughs> exactly. They're like, oh, there was a page two. There was Is a... there any indication <laughs> of uh, how this would happen? They think that a, a planet that we have not yet detected is hurtling towards Earth. Oh. But no one's detected it yet, so no one has any scientific proof. These are just, well, because we're not looking for it. Exactly. We were looking at the asteroid that, that, that passed by. <laughs> <laughs> and this the, is exciting. And there, was, right. there was another one. Apparently, the one they were watching just passed by, but then there was another one that was like a couple days beforehand that they didn't even know. I they, did not. They're not. No, they're not keeping very good tabs on this shit. That's because there's too much crap going on down here. <laughs> they're distracted. They're too busy with the coronavirus. That sucks. And everything else, yes. So I was curious, and I looked up because you know they're always teasing us with these asteroids that we want to hit our <laughs> planet. <laughs> What a tease. Nah, 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 nah. Okay. <laughs> so I'm like, when, when will there actually be an asteroid? And apparently the scientists are stating that there's an asteroid called 99942 Apophis. 
which should be a, a band or something. Wow, <laughs> shit's going crazy over here. <laughs> Everyone's calling because they're not listening to the show. <laughs> Yeah, but the music's appropriate, so leave it, please. <laughs> I should. I should just let it go. The uh, asteroid is getting going to be super close to Earth on April 13th, 2029. Yeah, but that's not happening because we're going to die in two weeks. Right. <laughs> exactly. So much can happen between now and 2029. They're full of shit. Exactly. <laughs> Nobody knows. I like the Mayans though, just because it's cooler. You know, I don't know. Oh yeah, they took they took the time to carve this calendar. They I did. I respect that. So they surely they must know. I mean, if you're going to carve something in stone, and I paid fifty bucks for a replica in Mexico like oh. ten years ago. Wow. Just saying. So therefore, I have to value that more than some scientists. Come Absolutely. on. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then there's another one. Called one zero one nine five Benu, B E N N U. Nobody names these things. Like a... <laughs> Jim. Jim. Jim the asteroid is going to come by. <laughs> exactly. It's got to be after Egyptians or like something hurricanes. striking. We yes. give hurricanes mm-hmm. formal names. Why can't we do the same? Jim. For these things. <laughs> Jim's coming. Bob. <laughs> Asteroid Bob will hit Earth. <laughs> so Benu is going to hit between 2175 and 2199. So, you know, oh. we're, unless there's some random occurrence, we're probably out of luck. S-O-L. We're not going to see that. No. No. We're, we won't be here in. Uh, we definitely won't be there then. <laughs> We, I mean, unless you do that, like, Disney thing. What is that? You freeze your head or some shit? I don't know. Could, what is that? You can cryovac your head. You could do that. <laughs> stasis. Yes, they put us in stasis. We might be here. Isn't that so sad to say? We might be here in 2029. Maybe. <laughs> well, it all depends on what happens in two weeks. It's supposed to be. But yeah, by 2199, can you imagine what Earth will look like? <laughs> uh, you know, I have I have a feeling it's going to be the same, the same shit. Can you imagine? Oh. There'll be a new iPhone. That's That's, that's, all, we, that's all we can count on. iPhone 4119 Jim. Jim. <laughs> yeah. Embrace the names. Embrace the names. That would just be so, that is like, that's more depressing than thinking that 2199 is going to look like Mad Max, Thunderdome. It's even worse to think that (laughs) in 2199, there's going to probably be somebody who looks just like you and me sitting here doing a podcast, talking about Republicans. (laughs) Maybe there'll be something new by then. You'd think... Maybe these two parties will be eliminated and there'll be other other shit. That's the unfortunate thing about time and history is it takes hundreds of years. So, you know, thousands of years is probably what it takes to get actual real change. And we'll never know. Hopefully someone puts this show in a time capsule. 
Wouldn't that be fun? The artist Dean Our and ancestors Marie in will have it and be like, these people were fucked up. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yes. Look what your great grandmother <laughs> used to do. Like, oh. That that is the one thing that has changed. Photography and and saving pictures. So now you can look at, at grandma when she was a slut in twenty twenty. <laughs> This is great. There's a cartoon. <laughs> it's got like, um, you know, I, so, like you're the most disgusting, vile person ever. And I have it all on the zip disc if I can find something to read it. Because <laughs> those disappeared like yes. a million years ago. You're right. Zip discs. Good Lord. They, they held like a hundred mm. meg. <laughs> yeah. I got this on this five and a half floppy. I just can't find a drive. <laughs> it's frightening. CD-ROMs, yes. But yet now you can go back, you can look at mom's Instagram from 50 years ago and see that she was flashing her tits on Instagram. Yeah, that's it's what's going to happen. Exciting. <laughs> Our children are going to be very conflicted. Like, wow. Uh, it's going to be really sad. There's going to be a lot of depression going on. Like, this is what you guys did with your time. <laughs> exactly. You... Idiots defunding healthcare in the 21st century. Rolling yeah. back healthcare, the newest headline just before this show yesterday is the Trump administration has rolled back non discrimination healthcare protections for women and transgender people. Yeah. What the hell? Uh, <laughs> I don't know what to say. I, I don't, it's, what do you say? I, I just everything. I, I say it's outrageous. Everything is outrageous. Every day there's something, and I say this is outrageous. And then it's the, just one of those things you don't think about every day. I mean, people, of course, benefited from this, but like, it's a, what made him pick this out of the pile of shit that he can go through on his desk? That's <laughs> I don't even think uh, it's not him. It's the people around mm. him. Are like, hey, pull this shit out and then just sign mm. this. That's what I'm on board with is that they're letting him go absolute batshit stupid in front of people. I got I wonder what's going on behind the scenes that they're trying to get all the things through while he's distracting everyone up front going batshit. Cause that's, that's exactly what's happening. That's what yeah. always happens. But now it's just so holy shit in our face. Outrageous. And by the time, and I mean, they're not even hmm. tiptoeing around anymore. So by the time November comes, they should just be like, yeah, hey, we racist. What of it? Come join the party. Yeah, but there's millions behind them going, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. It's there's no shame in it because they've got the backing. I think Joe Biden put it well in this last week. He said something about you can't get rid of racism. You just got to, you know. Hide it, put it away. <laughs> you got, that's put it in the closet. You're, not gonna, that's, you're never you know, going to defeat that's, it. Yeah. That's reality. Never going to get rid of it. God damn! This is 2020, folks, and we're still dealing with this shit. Still dealing with it. Still rolling back instead of rolling forward. I mean, there's so many. There's so many things that they haven't done yet. There's so many people that don't have the rights that they need. Leave it at that. You know, at least you don't give anybody new rights. Don't take more things away. I have to go backwards. 
Jesus. This is their F you, man, to us. It is. And this whole Antifa thing, you've heard about that. Yeah. Which is hilarious because as I, I had an innocent conversation with someone many Do months ago. Do people have a dictionary, D? I don't think so. <laughs> I don't think so. Because, and I, I honestly asked, because I thought, you know, there was some rumblings about this that, you know, Antifa people, Antifa bad. And I'm like, isn't that standing for anti-fascist? And they're like, yeah. Like, like that like goes uh, against, like, you don't want a dictator, right? Like, you don't want any of that shit. I'm like, is, is fascist, isn't fascist like, that, that's the bad thing people don't like, right? Yeah. Oh, so anti-fascist means you're against that. Right. Yeah. Oh. But now they're terrorists. I don't understand. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm a, well, I'm a terrorist. That's me. I am a terrorist. What the hell, man? And yet nobody in the audience stands up and says, are you anti-fascist, Mr. President? I don't think they're making the connection. They don't know I what Antifa so. oh, means. It, it came out of left field for those not in the know. Today's theme is education. That's the theme of this show. That's the theme of the show. It's lacking. Get yourself educated. Holy shit, I'm scared. <laughs> yes, it is now. I, I I hate to say it's now becoming scary, but now. Because before, you know, we always had this dance around kind of culture. We weren't scared before. We weren't scared before. <laughs> <laughs> the plague, the pandemic. This did it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's just so blatant. <laughs> And and it's oh I mean it's more of the same. It's an administration that takes no regard to the timing because of course it was on the the anniversary of the Pulse nightclub, the gay club shooting. Yeah. it's in the middle of Pride Month, and then a, that's why they did it. Exactly. Come on. And then next week he's going somewhere to do something, some other racist. <laughs> Convention. I think I think that was rescheduled because he had actual enough pressure. Because they said it was on on Juneteenth. I don't think anybody knows what that is, other than Twitter. I, I'm scared. <laughs> we're not scared of the asteroids. We're scared of you idiots changing shit. <laughs> Taking away without knowing shit. what the hell they're changing. Mm-hmm. It's well, you know, that's that's politics. Unfortunately, it just gets more extreme with each administration. One rolls it in, another rolls it back. This is exhausting. And they keep going back and forth. The pendulum. Holy keeps shit! Everybody, swinging. get out and vote, please. Please get out and vote, please. That's what it's about. That's, vote. That's why I'm I am like edge of my seat psychologically for November. I just want to get there. To know. Oh, D, I hope you make it. You're going to implode. Oh. <laughs> I make it, too. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know. I want to know the next season. What happens in the next season of the show? <laughs> oh, I'm afraid. I don't know if we can handle it. <laughs> I would just, I mean, what a what a relief it would be to wake up in a world where, you know, you, you went to sleep on election night because you didn't have anything to worry about. And you woke up in the morning and you turned on the results and they were just so overwhelmingly in favor of the person who isn't trying to end the world. I don't you, think I've ever done that, like, gone to yeah. sleep on election night. I don't think, I not since I'm a, a conscious, caring adult. Or the results were like announced really mm. early. 
Yeah. I know when it was Obama and McCain, it was relatively early yeah. that it was announced. And I'm like, I can go to bed at 10. Like, it yeah. was done. I think it was just more of a, I mean, like a late teenage exhaustion back in the day because the, uh, my first real conscious one was Gore and Bush. Is that Bush? Yeah, Bush. The Hanging Chads. The hanging Chads. And that was just like, as a young person, that was just such a frustration for me. I think we just turned off the TV and left it. Who cares? Back then, it was like you didn't have the world was not hanging in a balance. I guess. And the world. Well, not the, not that we knew of anyway. <laughs> that we, that we, we knew. The, we didn't have the internet. <laughs> I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, people people in the know. I mean, that's why people have always cared from one election to another. And I don't think anyone who cares goes to sleep on election night, but now it just seems so much more life and death for real but we're paying attention yeah we're pe- can't turn your head because shit happens <laughs> next thing you know you don't have health care <laughs> the yeah they'll take that away from everybody <laughs> next week out the window I mean it did take him a long time uh, to touch the gays or the trans because first they said LGBT rights but now they're just saying transgender right, and right. Uh, women. <laughs> just, just. Uh. But and that's just, just denial of services, right? Like yeah. you can go in for like a you want a COVID test, they could still say no. Right. That's how basic yes, this we, is. We should say the rules change that allow health providers to di- deny coverage and care to women and transgender people. Um, that. Da-da-da. Reversing a rule that would prevent healthcare workers and insurance companies that receive federal funds from refusing to provide services like abortion or gender affirming care. Great. So once again, falling back on this, you know, who can you bake a cake for, basically, but even worse, because you go to the doctor and he says, I don't treat transgender people. And that's okay. Great. Yes. Great. It's just important because now all the horror stories are, you know, reminding us of, you know, it's fine if you have doctors who will treat and doctors who won't treat. But what if it's an emergency and you get the doctor who won't treat or doesn't like you? That happens. It's got to be a policy to make people care about shit like that. It's in their oath as doctors, Mm -hmm. I would think. Can't that they have to care. Let them lay there. For who the hell's in front of them? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I just, I don't know. I can't imagine you turning someone away. It's, How do you do that? I, we don't know. It's, it's certainly bad enough when the policy is there, but the prejudice exists, because that's always going to be. But when the policy aligns with the prejudice, that's even scarier. Gives them a reason to... Yeah. Be that way. Because it's a lot like sex change surgery. A lot of doctors do it. But in this country, you have to actually think about he's going to do it, but is he going to do it right? Does he care enough to do it right? Mm-hmm. And that's usually why we do not have sex changes in this country. You shouldn't have to. That shouldn't even be. Yeah. <laughs> 
and uh, you're going for surgery we want it done properly that should even be questioned i don't i don't get it and but this is what we're living with and like the racism thing it's like then do they even know they're racist some people don't even know they're racist and they're racist disturbing wow it is uh, yeah it is america 2020 america 2020 this is how far we've come <laughs> listen that maybe this stuff all has to happen because uh, a, a better version of us is going to emerge that is honestly how i feel I, we have to go yeah. through this turmoil and, and pain to be better you don't get better without going through this but i mean we just hope the that other that's hand, happening yeah We've gone through a lot of turmoil and pain exactly. in the past. Why, why does this keep happening? <laughs> and then we come right back to that. But it is certainly, I don't know, knowing change as I do, positive change, it's always little, little baby steps. And even though yeah. some people think like we haven't come far, we, we have. We're, we're just not far enough. <laughs> but... It's always those little baby steps. So all of these steps will bring something. It just, unfortunately, what everyone is finding out these days is that everything, literally everything is broken. And everything Everything is fixed. broken. It's a Lego theme. Every, okay, Sounds sorry. Sounds like a great punk rock song. <laughs> <laughs> fuck Everything's it all. broken. Fuck it all. Everything's broken. And... It all needs to be re-manufactured and, and redistributed and, and everything, but we won't get there, unfortunately. And I'm waiting for people to react finally to be like, take a step back and be like, wow, it's all a mess and it's too much for us to fix. Now, we will get there if we could all wake up and just get on the same page. Mm -hmm. I think we can get there. I think so. Just when? The question of when. Uh, well, you know, I think we could, we'll surprise ourselves if we could work as a community. That's what I'm waiting for. And is get our that, asses in gear. It's that movie, you know, sudden climax where the trumpets start blowing and the world starts working together for a little bit and then makes a, a giant leap. That's what I'd like to see. A leap into the flames into the or like flames. a leap into positivity and happiness. A leap into the future of positivity and happiness. Wow. And the Department of Peace. <laughs> oh, we need a Department of Peace. Maybe yes. that's it. We do. Marianne Yay. Williamson said it best. We need the Department of Peace. I didn't know she said that. She did. She was, that was part of her platform. I didn't pay yeah. attention. I'm she sorry. Even had oh a logo. God. It was a nice logo. It was purple. I got a oh, see. Bad marketing. It didn't reach yeah. me. Uh huh. That is bad. Yeah, you got to look that up. <sighs> Department of Peace. It's a great logo. But I watch The Good Fight on uh, CBS obsessively. Like it's my favorite show with Christine Baranski because she is she is me, the epitome. But uh, it's about a lot about Trump and a lot of politics. There's been lawyers and all this. But the uh, initial show for this next season is she wakes up in a world where Hillary won, but she wakes up three years into the presidency, just mm -hmm. like, like where we are now, and realizes, like, if 
that was true, all the things that wouldn't have happened, like Harvey Weinstein would still be hopping around. Nobody would right. have, me too wouldn't have happened. We wouldn't have had, possibly wouldn't have had Black Lives <laughs> Matter. Uh, no pussy rotten, pussy hats, pussy riots. Yeah. <laughs> Those were good hats. Those are good hats, yeah. <laughs> so, and, and really by the end of it, she's like, this is kind of fucked up. Like, everybody's happy. Women are getting power and positions. And there's a woman in the White House. And they even, you know, made it that Hillary cured cancer. And <laughs> even that, it was like not not as big of a change as they thought it would be compared yeah, well, to the change of the seeing. other. The other stuff is there, but it's still rumbling. It's still rumbling. Nobody knew about it. <laughs> so she was actually kind of disappointed that. She should be happy that Hillary was in the office for three years and all these good things happened, but really the major things didn't happen. That's what we need to realize. That's very deep. We go deep on this show. Deep shit. Deep shit. Like and the new the new line this week, defund the police. No one knows what that means. Tell me about that, Anne-Marie. Nobody <laughs> knows what the hell that means. What do you think about defund the police? I have that issue in my city. The funding goes to, you know, police, mm-hmm. fire. Yes, they, they, you know, they do wonderful things and they should be paid. And, and nothing goes to, like, education. Right. It doesn't mean you want to remove the police. Mm-hmm. From the streets and it doesn't mean you're going to not pay people it just means you're not good to you're not going to militarize these people and make this police empire that's what i've been hearing is a lot of you know don't defund demilitarize uh, someone needs to break it down for the people i kind of like <laughs> i like defunding i like removing them from most social service type situations and sending in an actual caring social worker. But when they go as far as abolish the police, it's like, I don't think people remember (laughs) the, the reason that the police are there. That's true. I think we forget about the mob and stupid people. The mob slips in when no one else is around. Exactly. And there's just a lot of things that the police just being there that they kind of hold back. Because I really went into this in my head. And yeah, when you think like top of mind, normal shit, they don't need to be pulling people over. I don't think speeding tickets help worth a a shit um, other than making money. And and finding more more crime that doesn't need to be found. I, I think a lot of that top of mind awareness stuff that we don't need them for is it's easily you could say that we don't need them for that. But when I thought really deep about it, the ones that come to mind that need the police, we need them to control the stupid white people in crowds, crowds at concerts, drunk people. You know, the, the stupid people. 
and the mob. But all, all they're doing at most of those events is just standing guard. Right. I mean, there's a KKK yeah. rally going on, and they're exactly. just they just their backs are to them, and they're just kind of protecting them. Yeah. And that's what I thought too. Is like when I thought of that, I thought, well, but we did just have during the coronavirus a bunch of white men in government buildings with bazookas, and they did nothing. Yeah. So does it? Is it really? Is it really needed? Um, I think we just. That's another area that needs to be completely restructured. It's broken. I agree. There's a place for police. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. But I think we depend on them for too much. Yeah. I think when it comes to the. You know, they're not mental health counselors and whatnot. They're not social workers. They're not. I don't know. It's it's just so. I need a nap. (laughs) (laughs) After this show, we all need. A nap. And I, I wonder about, you know, they're always, they are always saying, you know, they need to be forceful and the whole gun situation and killing people and all that, that they need that to protect themselves. But I often wonder, like, not that I know the statistics or the difference, but if they were to go in without guns blazing and put their lives in danger by being peaceful, I wonder if the fatality rate would be equal higher lower i just don't think that it would matter and i think that you should become a police officer saying i'm going to possibly peacefully lose my life one day because i'm trying to fix the situation i just i wonder if those statistics (laughs) what they would look like because i'm sure somebody has has done the numbers so tweet me Oh, that's bold, Dave. That's bold. <laughs> oh, <yeah. Okay>. oh. <laughs> I do think more training has to happen because how many times do you hear about the, mm-hmm. the young rookie who's yeah. shot by accident? Nope. Because they, they were nervous. They were fearful. And if, mm-hmm. well, someone with book. more training may not react in a, mm-hmm. the same manner. It's that book that I recommended a couple of days ago on somewhere about uh, Talking to Strangers by Malcolm Gladwell. Great book because it talks literally about this specific situation where we just we have those internal biases that we don't even know we have to everything and everyone, not just colors or anything uh, that we get in these situations. And we're just not hearing. We're, We're not listening. We're just hearing. Yeah. And he talks a lot about the Sandra Bland case where she was a black woman who was going to Texas, I believe, and uh, got accepted in a a college and she was really excited. And um, she had previously been kind of like a uh, an SJW activist. So she was involved in all of this anyway. And she gets pulled over and she lights a cigarette and he says, put it out. And from there, like shit goes Completely sideways. Well, she is. For no particular reason. And it was because she was thinking one thing. He was thinking another. Mm -hmm. He was thinking you're guilty. It's it's all this buildup of of our internal prejudices. And he goes through massive amounts of situations in all sorts of, including like the college, uh, college rapes and frat people getting you know too drunk and too intoxicated and you literally can black out and you don't know what you're doing you can act like you're totally fine and uh it's a fascinating book and it really makes you think about 
you're in anytime you enter into a situation with a person you don't know, period, there's just this level of context that is missing and you're both not right. listening to each other. Right. That's correct. It's very important to understand. And that's life. That's life. And we just, we're crazy. How do you fix it? What do you do? Those are the things we should be learning about when we grow up. Yeah, Talking well. to strangers. Instead, we're really upset about a hashtag and don't take the time to understand what it means. Exactly. So we close the door and just continue fighting. Close the door, turn around, walk away. God damn it. But at least we've got ourselves, each other, Instagram, Kumbaya. Twitter. We've got our friends on Instagram. We, we have, do. We've got Carol with her pigeon, Jerome. I want to hear more about <laughs> Jerome. <laughs> Jerome's a baby pigeon we, who was we, hatched on her deck. We watched Jerome grow up. That was fast. This is fascinating. Jerome's a young man. Jerome's <laughs> a young man. Who hasn't taken flight off the deck yet. He's not. They're concerned because he's not going anywhere. So Carol is feeding. I think Carol should take Jerome in and just be that. Jerome's the new friend. The new friend. It looks like that's where it's headed. Jerome's staying on the patio. (laughs) (laughs) Hashtag team Jerome. Team Jerome. I loved your comment. Jerome needs an Instagram. He does. He could be. I'd I'd follow. (laughs) (laughs) Well, your cat has an Instagram, so. Yes, she does. It's not very well-maintained. She's not very good at that. But what She's a bitch. She's a, she's a cat, for God's sake. She doesn't have thumbs. It's hard God for her. Goddamn cats. <laughs> it's very hard. She's too busy defunding the police. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> at least we can laugh at all this because god damn it it's awful <laughs> I wonder how many animal Instagrams put up a black square or are you know protesting oh, actually <laughs> <laughs> I didn't think about that do animals protest I don't know I bet there is some out there I'm going to do like the I'm gonna look right now the cats of Instagram hashtag See and I'll, let's see. Let's see if there's any black squares. I'm scrolling. Any cats holding signs. Scrolling. <laughs> scrolling. I just love thinking of Magnolia defunding the police. <laughs> I think you've just changed your social media platform. <laughs> I'm scrolling. I don't know. I'm scrolling. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Nobody thought of this. You might have just figured out world peace. Could have. If the cats of Instagram could pull themselves together. <laughs> and, that's great. <laughs> it's kind of like when you see uh, uh, practically a toddler holding a, a sign at a rally. You got to question that. That's one of my favorites. There's one with a little, little scribble on it. <laughs> and the baby's holding it up. I'm like, yeah, that's one of my favorite things. Well, that works. Yes. I know. I think because that's like fair play. You know, we talk about 
the Republican side and the conservative side, when they get their children out there chanting the most horrible things oh, they against don't, yeah, us. You know. But we do the opposite. We have our kids holding the signs and everything. And it might be for a more peaceful and positive message. But I don't know. It's not their message. Let them have their own message. Let them scribble on I a sign. I agree. <laughs> the scribble works. I mean, works. all I could yeah. do with my kid is, is I can I can tell you what's going on. I can give you my opinion, but you got to create your own opinion. That's got to be. And uh... there's no blackout squares. You son of a bitches, cats of Instagram. <laughs> That's you failed, failed. You could have changed the world. Can you? I can. I can imagine that right now, though, on Twitter. They're like these motherfuckers with their cats. They put up the black square. <laughs> oh, we're failing to acknowledge the real heroes through all this shit. It's the uh-huh. K-pop community. Are you familiar with this? I, I am not. I've heard a little bit about, but I oh not. dear God! Oh, they are doing the Lord's work. <laughs> Tell us Any... about this. What is what is uh, this? There's, there's been a few on? hashtags. See if I can. I gotta look at my own feed to remember what the hell the hashtags are. Uh, basically, they just they hijack each hashtag they object to. Usually, it's a racist one mm. or like a White Lives Matter or mm. uh, White Out Wednesday is what they had, and they would <laughs> take over the hashtag and just post K-pop videos. It's fabulous. So you know when you go to click on that, it's just. Um, Korean and, pop stars um, so, and whatever. So K-pop is Korean pop. Yeah. Those are those those pretty gentlemen with red hair and crazy. Yes, hair. they're lovely. It's um, white lives matter. Someone tried to do or all lives matter, and they just post videos. It's fantastic. That's good. They are the real heroes here. The Independent <laughs> wrote about it. K-pop fans drown out racist white white lives matters hashtag. Good. Good. But their favorite artists. Love it. So it's, it's the, great. It's the right thing to do. They are they are the heroes. <laughs> it's fascinating. The right right and wrong thing. There is a right and a wrong thing. I don't know if people know that these days. Just be kind. <laughs> wrong is, you know, hate and Can't shit. Can't we be nice to each other? <laughs> I don't know. Come cut it's exhausting to be a dick. <laughs> it really is. I've been a dick. It's not not very easy. <laughs> I've been a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we all? <laughs> well, I've been one, yes. <laughs> I've gone down that road. It's not pretty. It's exhausting. It's exhausting. <laughs> it really God is. God damn it. I don't understand how much how much energy people have. To just waste on every day getting up, typing, typing some more from morning to night about their stimulus check that they didn't want and now they can't get and then they want they want it. It goes with that mob mentality. Like, I mean, once you get people to join you, it's really empowering. It feels great. So they're going to keep doing it. That's why those groups, the, the gossipy groups, they love each other, love to get together and talk. I can't. I, I can't deal. Time. I just don't have the time. I don't know what people do. And I don't want to know. I do not want to know how they have so much time to live their lives like that. I'm busy hmm. doing shows, painting pictures, sleeping. Sleeping is good. Sleeping is fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> Are you?
are you sleeping these days or are you having amazing dreams again i'm having um i'm having amazing dreams but i'm not it's better the sleep is better but not like last two nights ago that was a, a monumental lengthy dream that wouldn't go away i was on the top of the hoover dam like in an unsafe how specific yes, is that in an unsafe place like it wasn't you know the tourist gated walkway but like i was on the top of the hoover dam where i could fall down the side of it cuz it's you know look it up people if you don't know <laughs> jesus <laughs> you just think about sliding down the whole dam it's terrifying <laughs> <laughs> well it's better than a direct drop you could slide at least you could you know yes yeah. maybe slow you down might... your death oh, that would that's some some severe burn right there sliding down <laughs> the concrete hoover dam in 120 a degree day. weather yeah. yes <laughs> <laughs> but but the dream <laughs> looped constantly it because it became a mystery and a riddle and then it became conscious so then i was consciously i knew i was on in a dream i was on top of the hoover dam i couldn't get down and then i started to look down which made me freak out jesus and i just kept thinking about it over and over it was the entire night of how am i going to get off this damn dam that's symbolic of other shit in your life. Mm-hmm. It's important mm-hmm. to know that D doesn't do recreational drugs. <laughs> we, we have to share this. It's just all his brain yeah. at work. Yeah, I don't need to. This is why. This is why <laughs> I don't need to. Do not need any drugs. I am drugs. Yes, you are. And I did think afterward about the dream. That's that is very. It's a correlation, you know, climb, go to go as high as you can climbing fear of heights, go the, go, go. And I was trying to fix something. I don't know if I was fixing the wall on the dam or something. It was. Yeah. Cause if you let that go, we're in trouble. Exactly. <laughs> That's all of the Colorado river. <gasps> this is all ties into your, your concern about the election. Oh, you're yeah, waiting and I'm you want waiting. to fix things, right? Trying, and and, oh, and you're not sure what's yeah. going to happen. There we go. There we go. If you let go, the <laughs> other side's going to win. If you stay there, it's too scary. Hmm. And you get ass burned. And you, exactly. You're going to sit on but a wall for, for the next four months. You're going to sit on the wall with ass burn. <laughs> that's today's hashtag ass burn but other than that my sleeping habits have not really i mean it's not it's not a great time by much how about yourself oh d i sleep like the dead like i don't know dead. anything it's amazing i am i'm out so envious shit. so envious of all you people that actually sleep I do wake up easily. So like if my son is shrieking from two doors away because he's on Xbox, I'll wake up. <laughs> I'm glad you, you filled in the, the context. I'm like, oh, my God, why is he shrieking? Because, you know, oh, look what you did. Oh, oh shit. Brother. Yes, it's exactly. always at three o'clock in the you, morning. It's you like, come on. Bleeping bleep. Idiots. <laughs> like, go to bed. Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's when they get carried away with the headphones on. 
Yeah, yeah, and they can't hear themselves anymore. Know, yeah. They're deaf. They're in in the, the zone. Do you have a lot of dreams? Are you a dreaming person? Not lately, honestly. Mm-hmm. I really conk out. <laughs> well, it's been an exhausting <laughs> couple of weeks. <laughs> I don't know nothing. I'm like, good night. <laughs> Boom. Well, some people tell me they don't dream like almost ever, which is amazing because, as we know, I dream. I used to it. I was younger. Like your dreams where you're floating and you can't get somewhere fast mm-hmm. enough. Or it's weird. But now I really, I'm, I'm, I can't. I wouldn't know what that is even to be out, out. Oh, D. Oh, we're gonna, we're gonna punch you in the face one night and we'll just kind of <laughs> relax. Just yeah. for two hours. I, th- I think that's why, uh, you know, one would get drunk so much is it, it really puts you out. But even then, then it's an uncontrollable out. And you, if you're a dreamer, you dream anyway. So then you dream even more stupid shit. Yeah. Dream, Go figure. Dream a little dream. Dream a little dream. There's a dream dictionary somewhere. We have to look that up. I had, I used to have one as a, a young person, like a real actual encyclopedia dream dictionary. Yeah. It was very helpful. It's very, it's like tarot cards though, you know? You know, it, like, you things know, have so many meanings. That's true. Like your teeth are falling out in a dream, mm. you know, it's, you're either going to die or have a great day. I get that a lot. <laughs> I have a lot of teeth crumbling dreams. Oh God. Which, which I think means something good. <laughs> which, How horrific! Which, though. which I mean, comes come on. immediately comes up on Google because everybody's teeth are crumbling in their dreams. It it can be associated with one's insecurity in life, which I could see why. It means your waking life needs attention. If you don't have any teeth in a dream, it indicates you're not in control and you have no power. Okay, that makes sense. Mm. Usually it's combined with something, and I can't really think of what that is, but it, it makes sense when it's always com- like if you're in front of somebody or you're in front of a bunch of people and your teeth are crumbling. I've had that happen. Jesus. I don't know what That's I That's brutal. I don't know what I haven't dreamt of because I've had a lot of time to dream. Every night, in fact. <laughs> I can't remember dreams. This is terrible. And you don't have dreams that you go back to? Like years later, you don't have a mystical place? No. That's the, I, <laughs> boring bastards. I suck. There's enough color and imagination in my life as it is, True. I guess. True. Well, that's why I, I have such vivid lifetimes in my dreams that I would rather, I'd rather dream because it's far more interesting. It's colorful. <laughs> It's like Candyland for me. Love that game. I love Candyland. Candyland was a cool game. That's where uh, probably what influenced my dreams is like that's a place where I'd like to be. A little gumdrop corner with all those fun people. Yeah, the gingerbread people. I just wasn't there like a fat gumdrop king or something. And that might depend on what version of Candyland you had. Keep in mind, I'm like 80 years older than you. <laughs> <laughs> no, I probably had the old. I had the mid mid version, you know, not the old old one. Because I look at it now and it's stupid. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what'd you do to my childhood? Yeah, exactly. Pulled that up. Where's like the one that I had? Yeah, none of these that came up look anything like I remember. But there was always, you know, the princess and the king. I don't remember a princess and a king. You know, old. Oh, here it is. Here it is. Where's this one from? Uh, Oh, yeah, that's really old. Wow. 1980s. I don't remember any of this shit. Hold on. I'm looking. (laughs) Jesus Christ. The one that came up here is, I won't say when it's from, but yeah, there was the, the the, is that gloppy? Oh, the molasses. (laughs) Yeah, there was the molasses river. And Princess Lollipop. Princess Lollipop. Wait, I'm looking. I don't remember. No, so they added... This is not right. Queen no, that's not it. Frosty or something. Yeah, this one... Where the hell's the original <laughs> version of this shit? This, you people don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> Apparently, Candyland was created by a woman who was hospitalized with polio. Okay. That's cool. Yes, this was the board I remember. Which is not I'm gonna sh- I'm gonna share it with you, Dean. <laughs> I wish they had years on this stuff. They don't have any years. I don't remember the people in the front who were like, Yay, let's go start. No, I don't But I don't these remember. are the graphics I remember. And and you would remember the graphics. <laughs> Because they had ice cream floats and I, I liked them and I liked how they looked and here they are. Yes. Wow! So it started in 1949 was the first Candyland game, and then it had additions ever since. What about 2010? See, they they stopped giving a shit ten years ago. <laughs> well, well, once you do so long, so long with Candyland, you can't go much further. Oh yeah, this is. This is the one that you've you've shared is probably a, a little bit behind mine. Yeah, I don't remember the. I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm specifically looking for one from the '70s because maybe it was updated. Oh yeah, but you, yeah, yeah. Yours was just like realistic. Mine had the molasses swamp had a face. You just have a molasses swamp and a candy cane house and lollipop woods and gumdrop mountains, peppermint stick forest. <laughs> Is that what you dream about? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm going on the rainbow trail to the gingerbread plum tree. There was a game I used to love. I don't remember anything about it, but it was called Uncle Wiggly. Wig- apparently that was my <laughs> favorite fucking game. Did you say Wiggly? Wiggly. Or Uncle Wiggly, Wiggly who was that a rabbit. Sound, doesn't sound good. <laughs> sounds like something that happens with your uncle on the family reunion <laughs> uncle wiggly uncle wiggly but i don't know what the hell you know i have to look now but i'm told that was my game boards by year uncle wiggly i don't i've never heard of uncle wiggly i don't know he was a character in a series of children's stories by American author Howard oh, R. He's a rabbit. Garris. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that great? That's cute. Uncle... But he had a game, and I don't remember it. Yes, here's here's some of his books. Uncle Wiggly <laughs> and the Alligator. Oh. Uncle Wiggly and his friends. Isn't that great? Yeah. I was not aware of, of Mr. Wiggly. 
I know your life is better now. It is. I learned something too. Every you're gonna have every... fucked up dreams tonight, but Uncle Wiggly. <laughs> and nothing's nothing's <laughs> dating this one, but it must have been you know eighties nineties where they put some faces on things, and they brought in the lollipop princess. The kids get dumbed down with characters. Mm. No man, not needed. You just, you just need a molasses lake. God damn it. well we've had it we have had it for another week go take take a a load off your minds go watch Jerome on Instagram and follow us everywhere because wherever wherever you go there we are like a rash rash. (laughs) it's us Doctor, I think I have the coffee house rash. I can't treat you. (laughs) See? I can't. Uh... (laughs) I missed that noise. (laughs) We are. You've been listening to Coffee House. For more, be sure to follow us on Spotify, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also subscribe on iTunes. Coffee House is brought to us by ForCulture.com. Hashtag art is important.